Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer... Cash from Active Care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is Active Care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out of pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So, get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good Monday morning and welcome to the Morning Report, a production of fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com. I trust that everybody is doing well. We're a little soggy here. It rained all weekend. And um, I was out in it a little bit. Went to church yesterday. Um, so I was, we're out in it a little bit. And then I guess the day before I was at Lowe's and Chick-fil-A. And yeah, that, that's right, Chick-fil-A. And uh, I think somewhere else. I don't, I don't remember. I don't, I, don't, I don't rightly remember. But I do remember getting a little damp. Uh, my son was taking uh, pictures at... A, um, a peaceful uh, march for unity that was put together by some of the um, some of the athletes. Um, so, yeah, so this, this is a, this is is extremely extremely interesting. I guess that um, you know, and it, it it actually poured down rain while he was out there, and, and it, they just got soaked. 
but some USF athletes, football players, and the like, some some athletes from the uh, from the Tampa area, um, some of them who had been involved in one of the cleanup efforts, uh, put together a unity march downtown. It stayed peaceful. peaceful. A lot of people, a lot of people were there, and it, and it just went it went it went as well as it could possibly go. So very very encouraged by it. Um, today we've got three stories. Um, one of them is is super interesting, and I'm just really in a, in a number of ways waiting for the other shoe to drop. You probably heard that the city of Minneapolis, uh, there are nine people, an unvetoable um, contingent, have decided to disband by defunding the police department of Minneapolis because it is beyond help. It is beyond reform. Okay. Um, normally, not a problem. You just want you're just wondering what other uh, municipalities around the country will be pushed to try the same. What we consider here at FightBackMedia.com uh, a very dangerous experiment. Uh, my guess is what's going to happen though is that the sheriff's department, whatever county that Minneapolis is in, will take over the law enforcement duties. It's not going to be, uh, it's not going to be like the, like the purge. They're not. I mean, they're not going to be able to self-govern, and it's not going to be like the children of the corn. I think anybody who believes that is getting the okie doke. But we'll talk about that uh, when we get to it. Um, Ag Barr was on the on the Sunday shows pushing back the narrative that the president is is calling in 10,000 troops on down on the head of po- peaceful protesters and Americans. That's not true. But that's not true. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. And after the Tom Cotton op-ed that showed up in the New York Times, the old gray lady um, has got some shakeups we're going to talk about. Yeah. You know that got through, and that's and some people are you know are a little upset. So I don't think anybody's getting fired, but there are some people who are stepping down from positions and getting moved to other positions. So a little bit of shakeup at the New York Times. Oh my goodness! And um, we're not going to talk about this. I just want to mention this because this is going to be a topic on Fight Back 2020. You want to check that out. Uh, the NFL, uh, Roger Goodell. Uh, has decided to allow kneeling protests by players in the coming season. The word is, the word on the street, is that Donald Trump is furious. And here's the deal, folks. And some of you are going to be furious, and you may be furious at me. Ah, who cares? So what? But anyway, we're not going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about that on Fight Back 2020. So you want to listen in to Fight Back 2020. There'll be a video. And there'll be a podcast as well. So you want to check that out. Both of them will be available on the fightbackmedia.com website, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com. This is the Morning Report. We'll be back right after these messages. You know, every man my age should have three things in my opinion. First, you should have your own barber. Second, you should have your own car mechanic. 
And third, you should have your own florist. That's right, florist. My florist is Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop, located at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida. An FTD Top 100 florist, Blooming Days meets all of your floral needs while respecting your budget. Give Christine a call at 813-933-1942, www.bloomingdays.com. How does treating people unjustly bring about justice? Tell me, how? How does creating more victims help those who have been victimized? How does setting stuff on fire prove that arson is wrong? How does victimizing cops who haven't done anything wrong? How does victimizing those cops hold cops who have done something wrong accountable? How does victimizing innocent people honor the memory of an innocent man who himself was victimized? Tell me that. You care about George Floyd, an innocent man victimized? How does it honor him to then turn around and do that to others? How does creating more innocent victims honor the memory of an innocent victim? Well, good morning. Welcome back to The Morning Report. Again, my name is Willie Lawson. Thank you ever so much for spending some time with us. It is always always fabulous that you would do that. Uh, I'm always impressed. I, you know, when I look at the analytics and the numbers and see how many people have listened and then see people commenting, I'm always, I'm always humbled by that because you could spend your time and your energy and your effort doing whatever, but that some of you would do that here with us. That is fabulous. And I, and, I, and I never want you to think for a second that any of us, Paul and myself, or Kevin and Janelle, Tim Bryce, any of us would take it for granted. Thank you again. All right. Um, this is absolutely from the you've got to be freaking kidding me stack of stuff here on my desk. A veto-proof majority of of Minneapolis City Council members have announced their intention to disband the city's police department. Nine are set to vote for defunding and excuse me, dismantling the police force following the death of George Floyd. Here's their uh, one of their statements. We recognize that we don't have all of the answers about what a police-free future looks like, but our community does. A council member, the council members admitted in their statement, will be will be taking an inter, excuse me intermediate steps toward ending the Minneapolis Police Department through the budget process and other po policy and budget decisions over the coming weeks and months. For a community its size, Minneapolis has one of the highest crime rates in the nation. I think what's going to happen is that the sheriff's department is going to take over. Now, I don't know, and you have to forgive me, and you guys will comment, because you know what county 
Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota is in. I mean, you'll be able to tell me what that is, right? Uh, and I'm trying to get the computers to to link up. <laughs> and, and as I and as we're looking for that, um, it's funny. I was cleaning up my computer and my external hard drive, and the my computer had like a gig of hard drive space left. And I thought later, I remember the first computer with a one gig hard drive that I saw. And we all said, who, who would ever need that much space? <laughs> I mean, it's incredible, right? And so I felt like, I feel like I'm on the edge here because I cleaned up a bunch of stuff from the computer and put it on my external and um, I've got like 49 gigs of hard drive space left. And I'm thinking, this is not enough. So what I asked for Christmas was a five, well, I mean for Christmas, for, for Father's Day is a five terabyte external hard drive. Five terabyte. It's ridiculous. Um, let's see here. Minneapolis, City of Lakes. And I can't find quickly what county that's in. But my guess is that the um, the sheriff's department are the are the people who patrol the unincorporated areas of Minneapolis will will show up and and then patrol that area. Or they'll make a deal with their sister city, St. Paul. And it'll be the St. Paul to police. You know, St. Paul police. So this whole idea this whole idea that to defund the police department is this is the this is the okie doke. But the problem with what the real problem with this outside of the obvious insanity is this. Uh, we saw and we saw over the weekend and we saw Thursday and Friday Many of these mayors, city council members, um, sports figures, we, what, what we saw them try to appease the mob. Here where I live, um, I almost said police, uh, police chief Jane Castor because she was the police chief for a while, but Mayor Jane Castor um, was... Sh sh was uh, a, a a liberal Democrat um, was shouted down by the mob when she after after she had participated in one of the first uh, peaceful protest marches, building that I, I'm with you, I feel your pain, I'm your ally, and all that other nonsense, right? And. We're already doing stuff here in the Tampa Police Department to make sure that we are one with the community. All that stuff, right? All that mea culpa, uh, kneeling, all that, all that stuff. You know, your condition is because of white supremacy, all this stuff. So she comes out to the one of the next one in the next couple of days, and the and the mob boos her back into her office. 
Drew Brees basically said what was on his heart, that he can't support people that disrespect the flag. And we knew that, that you know, what was coming. Oh, my God. So a, a couple of days later, Drew Brees started walking that back. Uh, mentioned that he had talked to his teammates and on and on and on and on. Mia culpa, blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry, la la la. Oh, please forgive me, blah, 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 blah. Not enough. Drew Brees would have to open a vein and kill his children on national television, slit their throats, and then kill his wife and himself. And it would still not be enough for the mob. The mayor of, Mi of Minneapolis goes to one of the protest marches and when asked if he was for um, defunding the police department, he said no. So guess what? He got booed. He got booed. He got booed from the from a rally in his own city by the mob. No amount of appeasement right now is going to benefit anybody. No amount of appeasement. Nobody is looking. I mean, there, there is, no one's looking for any middle ground. Nobody's looking, you know, this, this whole idea, everybody's looking for understanding and cooperation. That's just nonsense. No one is. This is a power struggle. This is a power struggle. Now, if you're, if you're listening to me and you're Jane Castor, if there are, if there are reforms in the Tampa Police Department that need to happen, then make them happen. You're the friggin' mayor. Get the city council. You're all you're all in the same political party. You should get to get you 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 should get, get along and make these things happen. Get back. Do more community policing. Do do whatever you have to do. In the fall, crank up the PAL, the the police athletic league. Get back into these communities. Do what you have to do. But if you think that you can go out there and just throw yourselves that throw yourselves down on the mercy of the mob and that will quell the violence in your city, you're what you what you learned was Mayor Castor here in Tampa, uh, Mayor Fry in, Mi in Minneapolis, what you learned was that that is foolish. Absolutely foolish. And these city council members in Minneapolis who are, who are going to defund their own police department. But when the okey-doke gets found out that what's really happening is that the county, the sheriff's department in that county, uh, or, or, the, or the St. Paul Police Department will now be uh, policing that, you know, your city. And that you've lied to people. It's going to be worse for you. It's going to be worse. Absolutely friggin' amazing. My name is William Lawson. This is the Morning Report. It is Monday, June 8th, 2020 in the year of our Lord. We'll be back right after these messages.
Hi, this is Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard curates the world story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. It was normal. We spoke about many things, I think. And you read it that nobody pushed it. Pushed me. In other words, no pressure. If we allow this president off the hook, we will have created the precedent that some people are above the law and can act with complete impunity. Classic mafia-like shakedown of a form. Um, I remember going over convincing our team, our <coughs> others, to convincing that, that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, right, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to the press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." Classic mafia-like shakedown of a foreign leader. I said, "Call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> Got fired. Classic mafia-like shakedown of a foreign leader. This is just once again another example of Democrats who have been out to get Donald Trump from the very beginning. All right, we're back. Thank you so much. Oh, wow. I trust that you're going to have a great week. I trust that, you're, that you've already planned on having a great week. I really do. Uh, I, I I really think, I really do. I think in my spirit, I, I, I really believe that uh, we are on the mend as a people. We are on the mend as, an, as a nation. We are on the mend. Um, I think that we learned a lot. Uh, I think we learned a whole bunch. And because we're learning this lesson, and this is a super hard lesson to learn. This is a very painful lesson that we've learned, that we've learned about media, that we've learned about the, our, you know, the, uh, the, the attacks on the American system, uh, American system and the American way of life. Uh, but we've learned a lesson. We've learned that there are, there really are people out there here in our midst that do not have the interest of you or your family or this nation at heart and some of them are in positions of authority 
So we've learned that. We're learning that it is going to be more important to go to the polls, cast your ballot than ever before, and do everything you possibly can as an individual and as a community to make sure there isn't fraud in the coming elections, in elections coming not just in 2020, but forever. And if the uh, introduction of voter uh, of voter ID, uh, being able to identify yourself at the polls, is something that you have to do if it is the throttling back of absentee and mail-in ballots. If that's something that has to happen, and I hope that isn't true because that that really is a benefit for a lot of people. But if it's going to be fraught with fraud, then we can't have that. And you also learned that the media, the mainstream media, like a lot of us have been saying for a long time, is not necessarily our friend. Yesterday on the on the Sunday shows, William Barr gave an interview to Margaret Brennan of um, CBS Face the Nation, uh, Deface the Nation, on Sunday. That was yesterday, uh, in which the Attorney General corrected a lot of false reporting about the about President Trump's response to the widespread violence and crime that has plagued American cities. Now, what, what, what a lot of us heard, a lot of you heard, and a lot of, a lot of your crazy, insane, progressive, liberal, Democrat oh, heard was that the, that the president was going to release 10,000 active-duty military troops on peaceful protesters... In American cities. Barr said this. That is completely false. Completely and terribly false. Uh, Barr said that a D.C. official told him Sunday night um, was the worst violence in the nation's capital. That nation's capital has seen in 30 years. Something Barr said the media has not done a very good job of covering. He also said that along he himself, along with Defense Secretary um, Mark Esper and others involved in the decision-making progress, all agreed, including Esper's. Now, Esper's is coming out as going up against the president and pushing the president because this is what the media wants you to see. They want you to see discord. Anybody who seems to disagree with Trump, that's the person, I mean, that's their person of the minute. But according to Barr all agreed that troops should be used should be deployed only as a last resort for that reason troops were put on standby in case other agencies became overwhelmed by the violence hmm i tweeted a few days ago was this the first time that federal troops had been sent to American cities? No. Barr says during his last tenure as Attorney General, he recalled federal government sending the 82nd Airborne into the Virgin Islands in the early 1990s to restore law and order over the objection of the governor at the time. Barr also recorded, uh, recalled that federal troops being used to enforce, and I remember, and I and, and I remember that this this is this is something that no one's bringing up. 
to enforce desegregation in the Democratic South during the Civil Rights era. Something that Senator Tom Cotton, Republican from Arizona, articulated beautifully in his New York Times op-ed, which readers and staff members, of course, reacted to with horror. Brennan brought up the other fake news claiming peaceful protesters, in air quotes, were cleared from Lafayette Park in D.C. using tear gas so the president could take a photo op in front of the church that ablaze the previous night by the same supposed peaceful protesters. So, because we saw that tweet, everybody saw that tweet that peaceful protesters were tear gassed. Uh, I even heard one uh, news report that chemical weapons were used, chemical weapons were used on these peaceful protesters. Yes, because they were just standing there with their arms in the air, singing Kumbaya. That's all they were doing. They were peacefully protesting. And Trump said, hit him with the mustard gas. That's what you would believe. That's, that's right, you know, I mean, people have repeated that. People have been, but that's not what happened at all. Uh, A.G. Barr said um, that there had been 750 officers in the last week who were injured. And one-fifth of those officers, 20% of those officers, were here in D.C. The, quote, peaceful protesters, end quote, in Lafayette Park attacked the police officers through bricks and inflammable liquids. Now, one of the things that we learned, we learned from Occupy Wall Street, is that some of the things that they throw, that they throw, of course, are bricks and bottles and bottles or water bottles full of urine and, and feces because they're freaking disgusting. Um, that kind of thing. They've set fires of buildings, broken to the Treasury Department. I'm not all that against, really. Uh... It was on Sunday night when St. John's Church was set ablaze. That plan was put into place to move the peaceful protesters further away so a stronger perimeter could be established. The operation couldn't be done Saturday night, in part because the police needed needed uh, reinforcement. Excuse me, the police line needed reinforcement from police departments in Virginia, which were called in the following day. Barr approved the plan on Sunday and the operation was performed by Park Police and the, and the Secret Service. Brennan said that CBS journalists reported Monday morning that no projectiles were being thrown at police officers and no warnings were given to the protesters to clear the way. Barr said he was there and saw projectiles being thrown at police. Police gave three warnings for the crowd to move. Perhaps these CBS reporters got another, got another story wrong. You see, this is it. This is people like Gail, Gail King uh, on the CBS Morning News. She got that job because she's Oprah's <clears throat> friend. In any case. So, Barr said that the park police and the Secret Service only fired pepper balls, not tear gas, when they encountered resistance from the quote, so-called peaceful protesters. Barr also said the plan was in no way connected to Trump's decision to visit the damage done to St. John's Church once the perimeter was established. And you could, and, and you could, and if indeed you've been paying any attention at all 
to Donald Trump in the past five years. What you what you probably already know is that the dude is going to do whatever the heck he wants whenever he wants to. So while they're moving troops back, I mean while they're well, while they're moving the protesters out of the way, he's like, "Let me go over there and see what happened." Yeah, so he did. Okay, no worries. It's fine. So this narrative that he he because he's such a a narcissist, a narcissist that he just wanted to he wanted this photo op that clearing out peaceful protesters while using chemical weapons is something that he would do because that's something that a fascist would do some some banana republic fascist would do because that's the narrative that they want people to to see about the president to hear about the president you know i it's funny uh truly truly it's funny that what's starting to happen is this what's starting to happen is when the left comes out with some cockamamie ridiculous narrative or story what we're learning is this what we're learning is as soon as it comes out as soon as as soon as it comes out we are finding out the truth aren't we truth is coming out quick as almost as quick as the lies it's been fun really i mean seriously it's been fun i'm really enjoying it but in case there you go i think what's going to i think all this is really doing is that this is and the left Thank the Lord always overplays their hand. Always. And has done the same. And has done the same now. They have overplayed their hand. And what we're going to start seeing happen is that the Trump supporters are going to be more determined than ever. There'll be more screaming and primal screaming and crying from some of the um, the hardcore liberal left than we could have ever ever imagined. This is what's going. This is what's going to happen. I mean, that's just how it is. That's how it is. That's just that's exactly what we're going to see. So I want you. Uh, so I, I want everybody to be prepared. I just want everybody to be prepared for it. All right. Um, there's a shakeup at the New York Times. The old gray lady having to do with that um, Tom Cotton op-ed, and we're going to release some of the truth about that nonsense as well. The New York Times found itself in the midst of the news cycle this week when they decided to publish an opinion piece by Senator Tom Cotton, a uh, Republican from, from Arkansas, yeah. uh, calling on President Trump to utilize the United States military to end the rioting and looting taking place across the country. We just talked about that. Yes, Tom Cotton may have called for it. Yes. 
was it was it talked about by the administration? Yes. But how? As a last resort. Correct? Correct. So, let's just put everything in perspective. New York Times reporters took to Twitter, of course, they took to Twitter like a bunch of freaking teenage girls, uh, to say running the op-ed, actually, this is what they said, put black lives in danger. Running an op-ed piece. This is the this is the influences these jerks think they have. Running an op-ed piece in the newspaper because nobody reads the freaking newspaper anyway, especially the New York Times. Actually, put somebody's lives in danger. The Times opinion editor uh, James Bennett was forced to defend the decision. But because Bennett had a moment of clarity when he said, you know what, uh, in opinions, you push opinions out there and then you let people decide for their for themselves. That's why you have op-ed pieces. This is why you have opinion pieces. Op-ed means opinion, by the way. So he had, he had this moment of clarity and boy, oh boy, the people who, who work in the New York Times just threw a, a hissy. So the newspaper decided... Then, then the newspaper decided they never should have ran the cotton opinion piece because what they don't want is diversity of thought or diversity of opinion, even on the opinion page. Even on the opinion page, they don't want different opinions. Publisher um, A.G. Sulzberger plans to work with Kingsbury to bring, quote, to bring more editing support to the opinion department as well as take other steps to ensure all our work meets our high standards. So the publishers decided that they're going to narrow the focus of their opinions. That's their fix. That's the New York Times' fix. And of course, there are also fundamental questions to address about changing the role of an opinion journalism in a digital world. And we will we'll be working to reinvent the op-ed format, what I just tell you, so that readers understand why we choose to elevate each argument and where it fits in the national debate. debate. Is, it their, uh, is it their place to say where this opinion fits? I don't understand. I, I I don't understand. It's it's somebody's opinion. I mean, it it's 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 ridiculous, right? So that readers will understand uh, why we chose to elevate each argument and where it fits in the national debate. Salzberg uh, Salzberger wrote in an internal email to the staff. So when Tom Cotton saw this, he got pissed. Because that's not, because what happened was, that's not what he said. Here's what he said. He said, um, Tom Cotton tweeted, this is false and offensive. I call for using military force as a backup. Only if police are overwhelmed to stop riots not to be used against protesters. 
Now, what did I, I've said this, this is, this will be the third time I've said this over the past 10 minutes. Yes, the discussion was had between Esper and, and A.G. Barr and the president. If indeed police forces got become overwhelmed, then as a last possible resort, maybe national troops will be brought in. So this is what actually Tom Cotton said. Let me read to you um, a story time. Let me read to you exactly what Tom Cotton said. What he said was this. Some elites have excused this orgy of violence in the spirit of uh, radical chic, calling it an understandable response to the wrongful death of George Floyd. Those excuses are built on a revolting moral equivalence of rioters and looters to peaceful, law-abiding protesters. A majority who seek to protest peacefully shouldn't be confused with bands of miscreants. Hmm. That doesn't sound crazy. That sounds reasonable. So I'm trying to tell you. That's what, I'm trying, that's what I've been trying to tell you for the past, past 40 minutes. Trying to reason and be rational with those that are hell-bent on destroying the nation is useless. Absolutely, positively useless. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. There's almost nothing we can do about that, is there? Not, not at all. All right, we're going to take a little break. And we're going to come back with a, um, a uh, what do they call it, an encore of Bryce's Right. One simply entitled, No. We'll be back right after these messages. This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance. Um, the network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at ARM Citizens Legal Defense Network. Our number is 360-978-5200. That's 360-978-5200. Or go to www.armed citizensnetwork.org You know, every man my age should have three things in my opinion. First, you should have your own barber. Second, you should have your own car mechanic. And third, 
you should have your own florist. That's right, florist. My florist is Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop, located at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida. An FTD Top 100 florist, Blooming Days meets all of your floral needs while respecting your budget. Give Christine a call at 813-933-1942, www.bloomingdays.com. And now it's time for Bryce is Right. Tim Bryce is an author, freelance writer, and the managing editor of M&JB Investment Company of Palm Harbor, Florida. Tim has over 40 years of covering Florida politics and national politics. It is a pleasure to have Bryce's Right as a segment on Fightback Media. And now, Bryce is Right. This is Tim Bryce with my column titled, No! Let me be clear about how I feel regarding the political lunacy in America today. No, I do not believe socialism is an acceptable substitute for capitalism, nor do I believe in a forced redistribution of the wealth. Capitalism promotes competition and risk, thereby forcing products and services to evolve for the better. See natural selection. I believe in the free enterprise system, whereby if you earn it, you keep it. This leads to personal initiative fiscal responsibility, workmanship, and to simply become industrious. Those touting socialism are either naive or deliberately trying to undermine the country. No, I do not believe in inequitable taxation. Everyone should pay their fair share, not more, not less. Further, I believe we should learn to live within our means and not incur exorbitant debt. No, I do not believe in excessive regulations intended to expand government bureaucracy and inhibit progress. I understand the need for rules and regulations, but not to the point they stifle American business. No, I will not be made to feel ashamed of my religious beliefs. I will not allow political correctness to inhibit me. No, I do not believe the mainstream media accurately reports the news fairly or with impartiality. I do not support their slander and fake news. No, I do not believe there are multiple forms of gender, just two, male and female. No, I do not believe higher education is a right, but rather a privilege. There is nothing wrong with trade schools and the military. No, I do not believe school children need to learn new convoluted ways of learning basic math. I believe they need a solid foundation in history government, and civics to become responsible citizens. No, I do not accept the murdering of offspring, particularly as they approach childbirth. I believe in the dignity of life. No, I do not believe in open borders. I believe in the sovereignty of our country. People must follow due process to apply for residency and citizenship. No, I do not believe in entitlements for everyone, least of all to illegal immigrants. I believe this discourages initiative and encourages a slave mentality. I believe in helping the less fortunate, but this should be in large part by my own volition. No, I do not believe universal health care is a right, also known as socialized medicine. 
I believe it would degrade our health system by causing many doctors to quit their practice, forcing patients to wait longer to see a qualified doctor. No, I do not believe our drug culture should continue unabated. I believe in stiffer penalties for those engaging in illegal substances, not lesser. No, I do not believe law enforcement and the military are evil. I thank God for their service in maintaining safety, security, and helping others in time of peril. No, I do not believe our morality, citizenship, or patriotism is better today than in yesteryear. I believe it is worse, thanks to the entertainment media and others trying to undermine our values. No, I do not reject the U.S. Constitution. I believe it is one of the most brilliant documents ever written. I also believe in the rule of law. No, I do not reject the Electoral College. I believe it is a fair way to represent the interests of both rural and metropolitan segments of our country. No, I do not believe in the revocation of the Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms. I believe our schools and public institutions require protection, and treatment should be sought for those with mental and emotional problems. No, I do not like gridlock in Washington, D.C., as I believe our elected officials were sent there to solve the country's problems, not fight or perpetually run for office. I believe this is due to divisive political dogma, a flawed electoral process featuring unlimited terms of office, and the peddling of influence. No, I do not believe in certain political tactics designed to mislead the public, such as stereotyping types of people, such as identity politics, race baiting, and political correctness, which is designed to alter behavior. Nor do I accept fraudulent voting practices. I believe people should prove their identity as lawful citizens and vote only once during predetermined times. If a person cannot make it to the precinct or vote by absentee ballot, then they have failed their civic responsibility. I am in favor of common sense, fair play, responsibility, accountability, opportunity, and hard work. I am also tired of people trying to scam the system. I recognize our country may not be perfect, but we have a better nation than any other on the planet. Yes, I am tired of the crybabies, snowflakes, and those who would transform this great country into something unrecognizable by our founding fathers. Their actions are intolerable, and I have had enough. Plain and simple, take it elsewhere. Friends, keep the faith. This is Tim Bryce of Palm Harbor, Florida. Follow me on the internet at timbrice.com. wondering what the answer is? The answer is no. The answer is no. Actually, the answer is oh hell no, as a matter of fact. Uh, however, I wanted to make sure uh, we told you that look for Fight Back 2020 on all the places you hear this. Uh, we're going to be doing a, a uh, show, a, uh, be doing a, a program concerning um, the NFL allowing kneeling protests. At um, at th- this season, this is now you know this is a Roger Goodell thing, because this is who Roger Goodell is. We're not surprised, uh, and, and and none of us should be taken aback by it. And uh, I'm gonna give you my take on it. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye bye now.
someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com.